When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast, your favorite Celtics podcast. I know I say that every single episode, but at this point, I'm hoping it's got to be your favorite podcast. It's my favorite. I mean, if you're a Celtics fan, it's got to be up there, right? It's got to be top three at least, <laughs> you know? Top five dead or alive, Top man. five dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? He's a Jadakiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got a lot to cover in this episode. Per usual, we have uh, the, last res- the last Celtics game. Against the Rockets, uh, Jay Crowder f- went down in that game, and recent report now has him being out for at least two weeks. Ooh. So that's a big blow for the Celtics. We'll talk about how that's going to affect them. And also, we'll talk about uh, ESPN Zach Lowe's uh, recent report regarding Al Horford and Kevin Durant. Ooh. So, yeah, two uh, big guys, two big names that have been uh, connected to the to the Celtics. We'll get into that later. So that, that, that's your uh, that's your little tease for this episode. So you have to tune in to the entire episode to hear what we're going to say exactly. If you haven't heard don't, the story by now. Don't fast forward. Please don't fast don't forward. Don't fast forward. It's they, all right, guys. If you fast forward, we get a listen out. You know what? They probably heard it at this point. But you know what? That That's my tease. That's I'm going I'm to throw that out there. Uh, of course, we have our new segment now, our, our Ducha segment, our free agent of the week. We'll let what you know up? who that person is later on in this episode. And finally... We're going to answer the question of the week from last week. Are our dolphins mammals? No. <laughs> Finally. No, we are. We already get enough feedback from that, man. We don't need to know. Right. Instead of doing that, we're going to. Uh, they are, by the way, if people are still wondering. We're going to uh, throw it out there uh, right they have, now. They have blowholes. Ma- mainly Dutra. Okay, I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm wondering. Just gonna, I'm, I'm done talking. You guys, you, nah. you, you, do you want to go into the mammal talk? Go I mean, ahead. If you want to do the mammal talk, talk go, we'll man. just do that, and I'll just scrap the last thing I had in mind. They're head. warm-blooded animals that live in the water. But okay. Go ahead. Come in. I believe Joel on that. Happy he birthday, Joel! Research. Happy birthday! See, you know, I try to, I try to oh, say happy birthday to my brother here, birthday. but oh, you two want to talk about mammals. You know, oh. I guess that's more important than oh, that's my brother's birthday. That's today. Huh? <laughs> it's the birthday episode. Happy birthday, Joel! Everybody, everybody, get at at Joel. Do you have a regular? Actually, don't no. get at at Causeway. At Causeway, Street. yes, <laughs> yes. I didn't know if much follows as possible at Causeway Street. Wish Joel a happy birthday. He's the guy who's always fighting with you on on Twitter. Right. You know he prefers to do that on Causeway Street because you know what he's he's he doesn't need to have his own Twitter handle. Even though I do recommend it, but you know what when he's when he's ready, I do I do. When, but when I'm ready to, to share it, it, I'll let y'all know. Okay. Also, it's on a lo- it's like a secretive one. It's a secret one. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's like uh, Unicorn Lover five four five. You go with the AM Animal Talk again. Oh no, man. <laughs> that that unicorn's not even a real animal. Oh, did, you two, did you two? No, no. Did you two plan this out? Like you guys want to talk animals? No, we, 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 you guys me, talk about this before, nah. and like you know what? Let's, let's get back into the animal. Nah, talk me, me and not tell Joe Sway about it. Nah, me and Ducha were like, yo, let's just let's just mess with Joe Sway the whole episode. Jo- yeah, Joel brought up the dolphins. <laughs> I didn't say shit this time. That ain't even me. Before you brought it up again, so I figured I, I just clear the air. 
Right. The and, air is clear. And, and, we can now talk about the Boston Celtics. And the handle, and the handle is twerk. 10, 13. No, I'm kidding. No, go ahead. <laughs> twerk, twerk, twerk. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, these two have been singing this song throughout the entire pre-show. I wish we got that on 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 uh, tape because you two are just loving that song right now. That's where that joke comes from. All right, guys, listen. Friday night, the Celtics lost to the Rockets, and they didn't look themselves look like themselves. Excuse me, at all, from the fast break points to the turnovers, to the inconsistency from your uh, from your bench, from generally everyone, almost everyone not named Isaiah Thomas. Well, what a- uh, the Celtics managed to lose only by four points. However, it wasn't the the type of Celtics game that we've been used to seeing in this last couple of weeks. Well, well, you brought up Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, he did his thing offensively, but he wasn't your playmaker as. He's supposed to be right. He's your starting point guard, and he only had two assists. Yeah, but Are I think really he's the last. Get back into this right now, I think he's the two last assists. person you blame for this loss. Yeah, I'm not blaming had, him. I'm not blaming he him. He's he could he could you know you kind of contribute. He's contributing I, to the, some I of these losses. Get, I think he's the you least get, of your Celtics, worries, though. Listen, listen, he's listen, the least of your listen, worries listen, in this game. In five games, before you get going, I'm going to tell you to stop. And five games, in five games this month, Celtics are three and two, right? In those five games, your starting point guard, your assist leader. Is only averaging barely four assists. Terry Rozier came in for ten minutes and put up more assists than Isaiah Thomas. I'm hey, just putting it out there. Hey, let me let, let me ask you something. What did you notice from Isaiah Thomas that he did differently in that game? Seriously, you think he wasn't passing the ball? No, he's not. He's not. He's not setting up. He's not setting up plays. He's just no, he's just scoring, you, which is fine. That's fine. Um, okay, which How is did fine. His but teammates do that game. How did his teammates do the game? They weren't hitting shots. No one was hitting shots except Isaiah. So how are you going to expect Isaiah to dish out assists if, he ain't, if no one else is hitting shots? All right, I'll say, I'll say this. Uh, Jared Salinger did go 9 for 18. He shot 50%. He had a really good game. Uh, 24 points, double-double. He went uh, 24 and 12. Bradley, on the other hand, um, not too bad. 7 for 17, but 1 for 8 from the three-point line. So that's something that you know obviously what? is his bread and butter when you know you're down, struggled? when the Celtics are down. Crowder struggled that game. Before he got injured, yeah. Before he got sure. injured, he was struggling. And you know what? That Isaiah to, to Jay Crowder connection is a big part of the Celtics offense. So you can't get on Isaiah for scoring thirty points and having two assists. I mean, yeah, he's had he's, he's he hasn't been averaging his you know crazy assist numbers of late, but you can't get on him, man. You can't get on him. Sometimes they're not going to knock down the shots. He's been scoring the ball a lot more lately, which means he's going to have less assists. He's taking more shots, yeah. Right, which is fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but then who's going to pick up the slack for for assists? When the Celtics don't have a lot of assists, they don't win the game. Well, I think I think the thing is, is you're right. I mean, when you look at the Celtics and the way they have the, I don't think it's Isaiah's assist that they're missing. I think it's the lack of ball movement as an offense. I think right now you're seeing a lot of stagnant offensive sets where they're going in. I don't blame it on Isaiah. I blame it on I blame it on the team as a whole. I think it's like it, one or two with passes. Him? I mean, well, yeah. So when I say he's your starting point guard, right? He's just, he's just shouldn't start from him. Stop, stop emphasizing starting point guard, Joel. That's what he is, though. He is our number one play. He's the best player on the so team. So he's not the point guard. He's the starting point guard on the team. Okay. 
All right, I think what Duce is trying to say is that he's yes, the he's leading, just starting point guard. The leading, yes, assist. he leads the team in assists. Okay, but he's also a guy. But who he's not Rondo. Keep... He's no, not Rondo. I'm not saying he is. No, but you sort of are. Is. You you no, no, expect no, 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 him for no. to get assists. No, no, no. All I'm Isaiah saying is Isaiah Thomas doesn't have to I'm get assists to be an successful player on this team. I'm not saying he's not successful. I'm saying if he's your starting point guard who leads the team in assists and he's not producing assist wise in right. a stretch of games where the Celtics, like I said, they're three and two. Right, that's not that's not great. I know it's it's only it's only been five games. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was I can go, schedule. I can go, lose to? But I can go further back and show the games that they've lost where Isaiah doesn't. Oh, they won five not, in a row. Before before what? what I'm, are you just, about? I'm just saying, like I I know what you're saying. You can go back to the Cleveland game. You can go back to the Cleveland game. Bunch of games where. Uh, and, yeah, but and, he had a lot of assists in those games. Though. Yes, and, and I think that the fact is that our point guard in Brad Stevens' offense, isn't going to be a traditional point guard. I think that's why Rondo didn't work out that well. Rondo did do well, but when you look at it, Isaiah Thomas as the point guard, he is our primary ball handler, right? Which makes you in the NBA the point guard of the team. So he's going to be able to to get those assists, and on a night where he – you. No, my point – all right, let me, let, me, let me just say this real quick just to get off this topic. My point is I think – Teams, now that Jay Crowder's down, you're losing a scorer. Teams are going to focus on stopping everybody else and just let Isaiah just score. Okay, that's a different question then. But that's what I'm saying, though, well, that's, what, that's what I was leading into before you, you know, before you got into your tangent about him being Rondo. No one's talking about him being Rondo. I'm not saying that. I'm not well, saying he, he's got to go and have double-figure assists every you're night. You're expecting him assists. No, 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 assists. It wasn't, no. wasn't performing. But overall, in the last, in the last five games, he's, he was averaging seven assists a game. Now he's down to about four assists a game. Right. That but, makes a difference. But there's been times where he averages like 12 assists a game in a three-game, five-game span. I mean, it's and they win. ups and downs. And they win. But I'm just saying. I'm just right. saying. But I'm just saying. I mean, when you look at it, who else is going to score when no one else is scoring? Isaiah Thomas is your primary scorer on this team. So for Isaiah Thomas to be your leading assist guy and your primary scorer, that's why. But if the, teams are shutting down everybody else, right, but you know the, what I'm the, saying? The just, fact, he's just going to drive in or shoot, whatever he the does. The fact that at the All-Star break, there was only three players that have ever done his average in points, assists, and rebounds in, in Celtics history, and it was Larry Bird, John Havacek, and Bob Cousy, that tells you. It was, I think, it was like twenty-one point seven, um, seven assists and right. six rebounds. And he also took care of the ball, which a- exactly. he, he tied Michael Jordan you in terms think of like, uh, scoring thirty-plus like, points in right? was it four games? Like these, without without committing a turnover. Look at these names that he's games, been no, matching no, up games, to, yeah. right? So obviously he's your starting point guard. Okay, I don't want to get in that argument, but I'm just saying he is our. The Celtics offense is built around him scoring the ball. All right. If he they, doesn't score, if he doesn't score. Mm-hmm. You have to agree with me that the Celtics don't have a chance in in to to go farther than where they were. Well, not offensively, not necessarily. offensively though, as a team, they just didn't shoot the ball well. They shot thirty seven point four percent. They were twenty five percent from and from behind Evan the Turner arc. They, they, they went eight for thirty one from from Evan, three. Evan Turner had nine assists though. Thirty four of ninety one from uh, from the field. So it was a tough shooting game. But Evan Turner had a bad shooting game. So like yeah. you know, the assists were yeah. there. How many assists? We well, had that, that was going to be my oh, next why, question though. Why, what did you guys why, think? Why was, real quick, real quick. What did you guys think about the bench though? Because I feel like there were guys contributing. Everyone sort of played a part in terms of like scoring points, but I just feel like nobody, no one was shooting well from the floor. Okay, you so have, then, you have Marcus Smart going two for eight. Evan Turner one for six. 
uh, Tyler Zero two for six. So that's not too bad, I guess. But like you, what you just said now about you know Evan Turner, I mean one for six. I feel like the Celtics are in a position now where if Jay Crowder, which well now they're definitely in that position, but with Jay Crowder missing games for the next couple of weeks or at least two to three weeks, you're going to need someone to pick up that slack. And I feel like that's where Evan Turner comes in. You know, well, he, in thirty minutes you go one for six, yeah, and, and, and score five points. I mean that, that's well. Steven said that. Steven said at the end of the game when he went with the three guard. Lineup. He was like, he felt like no one was was making plays. Right. So Which Terry. We, so you bring in Terry Rozier, right? To see what he can do, right? In ten minutes. Yeah. Three assists, three points, seven rebounds. Right. Which he sort of, I think he realizes like that's how he has to play. He's not a scorer. Rozier's not a scorer. No, right? I'm not saying about. I'm not talking about. But my 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 point is, but Stevens tried something different. Exactly. Because he didn't see any 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 playmaking. Well, now, so I think, initially, I that's think, what I'm talking about. With with with, I'm not trying to shit on Isaiah. All I'm saying is, if he's if if Brad Stevens is seeing a lack of playmaking from your guard play, mm-hmm. he's trying something different, right. and that's where and that's where Evan Turner's going to come in now. That now that uh, Jay Crowder's Jay Crowder's down for a couple of weeks, there's there's no doubt that Evan Turner's going to start, right? right? He's probably going to be your primary ball handler now, right? If I'm not if I'm mista- if I'm not mistaken, I mean, when Evan Turner when Evan when Isaiah Thomas is on the floor, Evan Turner will be your primary ball handler. I don't think he's taking away from the point guard duties from Isaiah Thomas when he's on the floor, but I think. But why gonna, not though? I think uh, because when it happens now, he's not. He's not doing that. I think you're going to see a lot more of uh, Evan Turner on the floor running the offense. Yes, and the offense is going to change without Jay Crowder in there. Because well, I mean, we should get into the Jay Crowder injury, but well, yeah, it's going to get there. I just wanted to recap real quick. Well, yeah. well I guess. I, mean, I guess yeah. the two go hand in hand in terms of they the do. Celtics lost well, and, and not we having lose Jay Crowder. Crowder. I mean, that's that's probably the Jay Crowder injury. Well, like, the, the next point I was going to say was the fact that uh, James Harden, who finished the night with thirty-two points, uh, scored twenty-three points in the second half, which was most of the most of that second half was without Jay Crowder in front of him. Right. So now even you even, get you can't forget about these tough teams coming in. You can't forget about, of course, one of the best best scores in the NBA, Kevin Durant, going to come to the Garden, future Celtic. On Wednesday, on Tuesday night, they have to worry about Paul George. I mean, now this is becoming a concern on both ends of the floor. Because we yeah. talk about Crowder being missed on the offensive end. But now, who's going to guard Paul George and Kevin Durant? You know? I mean, with those two, with, with, without Crowder, now you're forcing Evan Turner, Jonas Jarebko to get in the mix. Uh, you know, different amount of guys. Different guys you have to throw at these, right, at at least these, to a at these best scores. Yeah. I mean, Paul George, Kevin Kevin Durant, these are top five scores in the NBA. Well, and I think that's that's a big, big loss for the Celtics. Right. Is Jay Crowder going down? Now, better now than at the end of the year, and he misses some playoff time, which is fine. But, I mean, you're the looking. The next two to three weeks are against big teams. Big, we, we, that's what we even, talked about last week. And you know what? You know what? I don't even think it's the fact that – I don't even think it's the fact that there's big – the good teams that are coming in. But, I mean, it's not only – it's it's not only it's not only the fact that you're looking at um good teams coming in, but you like you said, Kevin Durant, Paul George, DeMar DeRozan twice. I mean, those are those are people that you would expect Jay Crowder to lock up. That's who that's who Brad Stevens would say, All right, you're on him. That's your that's your man. You shut him down the entire game and hit three pointers. Now now you're looking at it, and, you, and Evan Turner is going to have to fill that role. This Jay Crowder injury is going to make Evan Turner make his money. Like this is this Jay Crowder injury is going to make 
Evan Turner make every penny he's going to earn in the offseason? Because if he can turn into a because let's be honest. Yeah, but I don't. I don't look at it as like that. He's gonna like oh, I'm gonna take advantage to make my money. I think he would have been stepped up regardless. Well, I, I no, mean, no. I, I'm I, not. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm not saying he's doing it money motivated. Right. Wise, I, I see what you're this saying. This is Sean. going to make him f- earn his money because obviously he's shown he can do it on the offensive end. Right. And he is the second best defender we have on LeBron James. He's shown that, and. Now he has to do it against different players. Different. He's got to be our lockdown defender, which is strange to say for Evan Turner. But who else you got? Who else you got to guard anybody other than other than a point guard or a shooting guard? Right. I mean, I oh, threw out Jonas Repko because I think he's he he can that scares the can, fuck out of me. No, no. <laughs> hear me out. Though. That scares the fuck hear out me of out. me. Dude. He can guard those guys in spurts, but you don't want Repko to be the primary defender of those guys. Oh, absolutely. is that fair to say? Uh, yes, I don't want Jarepko guarding anybody. Right, but do you agree that he can guard them in spurts? I mean, he's – you look at that the last Cleveland game, he guarded LeBron in spurts. Sure. Wasn't happy about it. He didn't do a very good job at it. The well, only I mean, time – the only one guy on, on I, I, I'll say this, though. Okay. The Jarepko, only guy who really embarrassed him was Chris Paul, and that's not fair. That's a tough cover. Jarepko, when Chris Paul got – when he got caught in the switch against Chris Paul right before the All-Star break, he had him on skates, and that's but I mean obviously he, he that's, a much, sp- but that's a switch. That's a much it's a switch. switch. Right. It's not like it's not like I need you to go guard, right. you know, Chris Paul. There's no and way Steven's like, said. I'm on it. There's no, yeah, there's no <laughs> way Steven goes. I won't let you down, Brad. Exactly. You got Chris Paul, and he's like, oh, okay, coach. <laughs> so let's not. We didn't, we didn't run this in practice, but okay, I'm in. All yeah. right, so we're on the same page. Let's not call Dripko a terrible defender. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a terrible defender, but Brad Stevens had to come up with an, with with like a rotating. Yeah, the question is okay, defensive the, scheme. In the, line, the, in the big, line of defense in terms of okay. guarding those guys, he's number two, in my opinion. The big Without question. Without Crowder, he's number two after Evan Turner. The big question is, is that. Talk about who, the depth on this team, so it's time for them to step up. Uh, yes, how the depth on this team has been talked about for the entire, the entire year. But truthfully, it's been guard depth and big depth. Where they don't have a lot of depth is at that the three wing. spot, the is wing. at the wing spot. They got Jay Crowder and Evan Turner. And I guess you can call Jerome Repo a wing player, mm. but with Jay Crowder and Kelly Olynyk down, well, okay, keep going. Right? Yeah. Where are you going to a find three point shooting, and b how do you fill how do you fill the void of Jay? I mean, obviously Olynyk's coming back soon, but Jay Crowder, he's been the most valuable player on this team all year. I think this is like a big injury. It just hit Sean right now, by the way. Like no, I, I, I mean, it seems like he just hit you. It's just, it's just it's no, just, like it's just, it's just, it's just, just right down. I've been in. no, I, okay, yes, baby, it just hit me that, um, that I'm talking about it, but like when I saw Jay Crowder go down, <laughs> like I was like, oh, it's okay, because Jay Crowder goes down with those injuries once in a while, like, right. like oh, it's his knee. I was like, and you're I mean, like, no, were, no, no, no. They were trying to downplay. Up, good. Yeah, no, but they were trying to downplay it on on the telecast. They were like, oh, he he might return, right. And then over the week, uh, you know, over the weekend, it's like, oh, it's it's not serious, right? So it's a they high know, a know. high ankle sprain. I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but when I hear a high, high ankle sprain, and I've seen pictures of him working out right. with the boot, and it's like covers his whole it's not good calf up to almost his knee. Well, you know, I think the reason why Celtics fans aren't in like a state of chaos right now is because he. He will be back in two weeks. That's what the, that's what that's what at least says. two weeks. Now, if now, you ask me, it's going to be three. 
Now, let me say something, they're not too. Gonna rush let him. me say something, too, is that Danny Ainge came on the radio right after Kelly Olynyk came through and said he was going to be day-to-day. It's been well, about, what, three weeks? that was different, weeks? though. That was around the trade deadline. Like a month, more no, than this that. is before the trade deadline, though. Yeah. So, obviously, he's not going to tell – he's not going to put it out there that Kelly's going to miss more than a – you know, more – in case, that, in case that it was worse than yeah. what it sounded like. In case Olynyk needed to be traded. In case he needed to be dealt, yeah. right. Because he was – at the time, he was, a, he was a valuable piece. I mean, he was a guy that was playing – some of the best basketball that we've seen throughout his career in that span. All I know is that Jay Crowder is the, was the MVP of the Celtics team up to this time of the season. And with him being injured, that's a huge, huge loss for the Celtics. And that's going to impede on that 50-win plateau that we'll be talking about. Is that out the window now? See, now Jay I'm upset Crowder because I, 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 don't, I didn't think Celtics could reach 50 wins with, you know, Jay Crowder, so now that he's not in the picture Hater. anymore, I feel like everyone's going to say, oh, it's because they didn't have Jay Crowder. No, it's exactly why. I, I, yes, I don't think they're going to get 50 wins now. Oh, you got Sean fired oh, up see. there, Swayze. See. It's exactly why they're see. not going to get 50 wins because Jay Crowder is he, – They were is getting the 49 Celtics. wins regardless. He is the Celtics. They were yeah, but you're throwing, you're, throwing, you're throwing in the towel. This okay. team is deep. So I'm just you're, saying. You know? I'm just oh, you're saying. still you sticking with the 50 wins? No, I'm just I'm just like before – last week I said, yeah, they could hit 50, but I this did is, I did – I you did. said it with some this hesitation. Well, right? like no, 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 but I did. He's be like, no, no, listen, I always listen, went on 50. Listen, listen, listen. No, I did in the beginning predict 49, right? Is that, is that you know, just because Jay Crowder's down, okay. Sean's kind of sounding like they're going to hit like 45, 46 let's wins. Not, let's not even talk about, let's not even talk about like the 50 win thing, but let's say, let's say Jay Crowder misses the rest My of the My whole thing is that they stay in the third seat. That's what I want. Yes. Let's say Jay Crowder misses the rest of the regular season, which is with a high ankle sprain. Uh, I mean right. that's a legit. It depends how he he's he's always he's always battled back from injuries. But let's just say he's the probably going to miss the whole. Worst comes to worst. Worst comes to worst. Right on my birthday, nonetheless, going to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you want me to say? There's, there's, there's <laughs> I, three to four you weeks didn't even left. Let me so. finish the question. But yeah, go ahead. All right, I didn't all let I'm you. Saying, all I'm saying is there's what um, there's six uh, sixteen games left in the year. If you thought yes. how many wins does that take away from the Celtics? Well, they're at 39 right now. I'm saying, how many wins do you think they lose? The, how many how, how many games that they should have won do you think they will lose because Jay Crowder's out? Oh, I don't know. That's tough to say. Well, I mean, like, just think about it. I, it's I tough would to say, say cause other other teams could have injuries between now and the end of this but podcast. But I, I would say, I would say, I would say at least like they're they're going to be a two or three game worse team than they would have been if Jay Crowder was there. Yeah, that's fair to say. I guess you know that's legit. Yeah, that's legit. I mean, they could have even if let's say they went twelve and four over the last sixteen games with Jay Crowder in there. Without him, I mean, you're probably winning nine games out of that stretch. Well, this is where Brad Stevens has got to you know show show the one show the one his yeah the reason why he could potentially be coach of the year. I know, but man, just think about it. Like Marcus Smart is gonna can't be the end all be all. Marcus Smart is going to have to step up huge in Jay Crowder's absence because you know what? Avery Bradley has too many responsibilities on the offensive end. Marcus Smart is going to need to be that defensive anchor. Like, he's going to need to be that guy that's able to come in and just start the run because how many times you see this year where Jay Crowder has come in and started the run with a defensive play? Well, with Turner starting... Potentially, right? We're, well, we're assuming he's going to start. Let's, so let's then be Smart's honest. going to be the first guy off the bench. Let's be honest, though. Right? Do you think it would be past Brad Stevens to put Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley, and Isaiah Thomas in the same starting lineup? Oh, that's tough to say. Because because you're, you're potentially having Marcus Smart as your, as your three. He's 6'4". A lot of threes are 
six 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 seven. How tall is Jay Crowder? Jay Crowder is six 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 four. seven. He's six, six four. Four. No, he's not. No, you're just making that up. I'm not. No, Jay Crowder is six four. I swear to I'm God. I'm gonna fact check you on that. And Marcus Smart doesn't like need lies. a handle. I don't like lies on my birthday there. Sway, uh, it's Sean. Dude, trust me. I I would not lie to you about it. He's my favorite player on the Celtics. I mean, I just sound like a fanboy right now, but I mean. I don't know. I mean, you do have his uniform. I do. Uh, not the uniform. I have the shorts, bro. Why don't you get? Why don't you get? Why don't you get the shirt with the dreads? That's covering the ninety-nine. <laughs> right, yeah, you got the jersey. I got. I got the. I got that. Uh, I got the dreadlocks and I got the jersey. That's all. And all Ducha was waiting for was for him to sign that extension because he was talking about getting that jersey before the, before the year. end of last right year. Right at the trade deadline. All last I was year. Get I don't know if it's all He's last six, year. Six, he wasn't on the Celtics all last year. Lies. Six four. He's six six. You're such a liar, Ducha. Okay, Ducha. Why do you lie? You can't okay. lie to. I'm gonna cut your mic off the next time you just lie to me again. You can't. Right? I'm not you can't lying. Lie to me You're looking point. at Wikipedia, which is like the worst thing to look at. Look at Celtics.com. Look at anything. We're not having a debate over the, the height of Jay Crowder to begin with. So no, go ahead, no, Slay. Let's go to the next. Uh, so he's six. Like I said, uh, Marcus Smart is six three, six four, right? So then you're, he's gonna be guarding if you want to go that route and putting yeah. him at the three, start him at the three. He's guarding guys who are six six, six seven, six eight. Right, no, it's, my not, prediction, it's not ideal. It's not ideal, but think about think about how quick that offense. My, if, would be. if it's not, like, if it's not Turner, to, it's Jarebko, man. It's Jarebko. No. Don't hate no, on Jarebko. Jarebko's no, gonna make some some great stops. You'll I see. am gonna tell you this. He's gonna he's he's a good defensive a defensive guy. I am gonna tell you this. Good. With the Is problem, that, with the I problem think, of the lack of of uh, of uh, playmaking, Evan Turner has to start over over Smart. I'm sorry. I think that I think you're gonna be surprised when we take on the paces. You're gonna be surprised. Yeah, you're playing. You're, you're gonna sign with the Celtics. Well, he's giving you crap right now. Wow, <laughs> the birthday boy. <laughs> you, know, you know what he's doing? He, you know what he's doing? There. He's trying to say it because you, you know, you sound like you play for the Celtics, but you don't. So that's why he said that because the, you're, not gonna, the, you're not going to be. Well, you said we, so that, that means that you're not actually man. on the team. I got, I got the, the dreadlocks and everything, man. I'm Jay Crowder. <laughs> I thought I was fucking Jay. Oh man. All right. So wait boy. Wait to fucking throw the vibe off on this podcast, bro. Are we are we 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 good with the Rockets? Game? Yeah, we're moving on. We're moving on here. Okay, so on to Cincinnati. On to Cincinnati. Wait, what? <laughs> He's being Bill Belichickish. Which, if you want to go that route, <laughs> the next man up, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, Joel's all trying to be sassy over here on his birthday. It's all right, so my birthday. Has nothing to do with my day of birth. You guys brought up. I want to do my day of birth. But go ahead. All right. So Grant. Grant Land's uh, Zach Lowe uh, said, "What's in his, up, Bill Simmons?" Said in a recent podcast, uh, he talked about the fact that Kevin Durant could be on the move. Uh, he's, he's, no, as, as a lot of reporters are are talking about the Wait, fact is that he, he is a free be, agent he's gonna be and that he can agent? leave Oklahoma City. Yes, Ducha, if you want to be a dick about it, Sorry. <laughs> he can he can leave Oklahoma City this this summer. He talked about the fact that. Uh, Al Horford is a guy that he would love to play with. Uh, he said this on his podcast. He said that I heard, and I quote, I heard from two very powerful guys in the league, quote unquote, who don't normally BS around. They said that they have heard that Horford is on the short list of guys that Durant would love to play with. Now, he, this is Zach Lowe, the same guy who's, who has Al Horford tied with the Celtics as a, as a top uh, free agent that the Celtics w- would pursue. So, of course, that raised the question, could the Celtics and the most wildest dreams be on the verge of signing Kevin Durant 
and Al Horford to form themselves a, a, a big three, I guess, <laughs> if you throw Isaiah Thomas in there. That's a, a, a new that's a stretch. big three. <laughs> um, yes. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I based, based on that, I because it was that, Woj no. talking about, you know, that the Celtics are a top runner to, to you know, sign Al Horford. I think, yeah. I think this. I says, think that's. I think that's more likely than Kevin Durant saying, "Oh, Al Horford's going to the Celtics." Well, okay, right, exactly. That, that's, <laughs> let me say to, me, to me, that's the that's the that's the mo- the most important question. Yes. Is Al Horford talented enough to say to, to to for Kevin Durant to say, "Okay, yes, I'm going to leave yeah. Russell Westbrook, well, I'm going to leave Oklahoma City, and I would jump ship to Boston because I want to team up with Al Horford and Isaiah Thomas." I think that tells us one huge thing about the Celtics in this offseason is that there is no way. That the Celtics are gonna get are going to get the top dog without getting somebody else before him. Oh, really? Because last week you sang a whole, completely different <laughs> tune, Tucho. No, you, I said you were making it sound like Durant would have to be the one person listen, to attract others. When no, no, obviously no, 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 Durant's no. not gonna jump ship the no. team up with Isaiah Thomas and then wait for the next guy to to come over. This report, I what? what? Why? That's what you said last week. No, I did not drive me that nuts Dur- about it. I did not say that Durant is going to just come to the Celtics. The Celtics have to get instead of okay. The Celtics need two big name guys, right? I have a big smile on my face, by the way. If it's just, but go ahead. The Celtics need two big game, name guys, right? Yes, clearly. we're all in agreement on that. Well, then not only do they well, need it, but they can afford it, right? Okay, right. Two yeah, max yeah. guys, and 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 Durant is not going to sign with the Celtics unless they show that they've already got another piece there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think that was a well, I don't a, think that's what I said against anything on last no, week's no, podcast. We were well, we're in agreement that they need two guys or that the Celtics can get two guys. I think there's a difference. Well I think if you if you I are trying to be a true championship contender and you want I think the Celtics should go out for two guys, right. but they don't actually you know, it's not like a guarantee like like not, 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 I guess the need versus want thing, whatever, right? Okay, Obviously all right. You want and you could use Kevin Durant and Al Horford, right? Yeah, they have the, they have the you're money You're not going to get Al Horford to be like, yeah, Kevin Durant, you know, we're, we're good, we're good. You're not going <laughs> to say that, right? So you want it. It's going to happen, right? If you can do it, it's going to happen. <laughs> but I think what that's saying, though, and this is just, another, this is just uh, the way to say it, right? Al Horford's enough. <laughs> yeah, Al Horford. Kevin, we really want you. We've got Al over here. You know, um, we gotta sign Turner, resign Turner. You know, uh, Sully's up, <laughs> Kevin Durant. You know, go back my, to Old Golden City. My hands are tied. Right? Yeah. So I think what that really will tell you is that the Celtics just need to get. Uh, they need to be on the first day of free agency. The first day, they need to go after somebody, somebody, and make sure that they get him on the team if they want to be in that conversation for Kevin Durant or. You know, put a, a big free agent X here. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, so Horford uh, is not not enough. That's what you're saying. No, Horford Horford will be if the Celtics only get Al Horford. No, I know, I know, who, I know who Sean wants. He wants to sign Whiteside, right? That's going to attract yes. Kevin Durant, right? Yes, yes. Sarcasm, but go ahead. Jeez, oh, it's all down on Whiteside. Uh, all I'm saying is, if you can get an Al Horford or a Hassan Whiteside, your chances on getting Kevin Durant to come to Boston increase. Million times. All right. Well, let's forget about Whiteside for a second. Let's just talk about Horford. Is that enough, though? Is is what playing with playing with Horford, playing with well, Thomas? Because obviously Thomas is going to come to his head. Okay, Isaiah Thomas doing I his thing. I he's did, an all star. Yeah, he's a guy who's not only getting better, but he's he's already proven himself to be one of the top scoring guards in the league. If you ask me. Well, Isaiah Thomas, I 
he definitely shares traits with the Al Horford and Kevin Durant. You know, they're not these guys that are out there like saying like, look at me, look at me, look at me. They're when they get on the basketball court, they're pretty much strictly business, you know? And so what do you think about uh, Lowe saying, you know, this, this, this short list this quote unquote short. Well, who knows how short the list is? I mean, short can be 20 players, you know? Right. Exactly. Because the shorter it is. The better the chances are, right? Right. right. So it's, I mean, it's a headline. It's a attention it's, grabber. It's still exactly. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not Take putting too worth. much into it. I'm not putting too much into it. But I still think, like I know, last week Kevin Durant was our free agent of the week. We had a nice discussion about it. The chances of the Celtics getting Kevin Durant, let's be honest, right? Right. They're not it, great. It, you not can great. make you can make a legitimate argument for it, but. It's not like I'm saying there's a guarantee of Kevin Durant coming here. But well, no, I, I understand that. What I, what I want to know if, if Al Horford would really make that much of a difference. If you get Al Horford or you get somebody that's 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 a uh, uh, you know wait, a, a wait. valuable, I know, piece. but this, no, but this saying, is my thing though. No, but you're I'm saying, tired of hearing somebody. Okay, let's just put names here now. No, but you're is saying, Al Horford a guy that would uh, it would yes, be a magnet? Yes, yes. for well, Kevin other. Durant. No, no just not Kevin, Durant. Kevin Durant. We're talking about this particular situation, Joel. What do you think? Yes, you you say yes, Ducha. Okay, what do you think? Because I'm not sure if I. Be- I'm not. I'm not sure if I believe this. I believe report. that Durant well, okay, likes Horford. I no. think that he's, you know, he's quite fond of him. He's one of the guys that he would love to play with. But is is Horford going to be the guy this for Durant to say to seriously consider coming to Boston? Don't if Horford signs. Don't to Boston? think of re- believing the report. Well, not believing it, but like just hypothetical. Like, is, is Horford say. that good? Is he that good? Yes. I guess that's what I'm saying. Is he that good to attract or even have? A, a guy of, of Durant's caliber even consider coming to sign a well, time with the Celtics. Well, what do you think? Weren't you, aren't you on the on the Horford train? Aren't, don't you want Celtics to go after Al Horford? I think Horford should be on top of the list for free agency for the Celtics. I don't know if that's going to be the I don't know quote unquote deal breaker. I'll put it this way: to, to, to bring Al, Durant, if Al Horford comes onto the Celtics, I think he makes the team significantly better. But I don't know if he'll be a deal breaker player. to bring in Durant. Right. I if agree. Al Horford comes to the Celtics, Al Horford is the best player. I think Horford could be enough to push them to the Eastern Conference Finals if they don't have a talented right. team but, right I mean, now. But, I mean, if you well, think about uh, it, you already have Isaiah Thomas, and you already have a team on— Jay Crowder. You have Jay Crowder, Avery Bradley. Hopefully they, they'll sign Turner. They, there's plenty of players on this on this squad that are in team-friendly deals. Exactly. So they're not going to have to lose anybody. And let's say they go to the—let's say they even just go to the second round. But what if they do it? What if, what if, no, if, you, what if, if the Hawks going to do a sign-and-trade, though? Right. Okay. Well, you could you could potentially lose if you ask me. If if you add, well, Wolford, why are you always throwing curveballs in this shit? <laughs> I'm coming up with hypotheticals here because well, that could I be the case. I come up with a hypothetical that they trade Brad Stevens for fucking Kevin Durant right now, dude. I don't know. Well, anyway, Bobby, would you Bobby do Davis that trade? Not with enough. Bobby, they're they're yeah, gonna want Brad Stevens. Dude, you got him in again. <laughs> and the streak continues for Bobby. So all I'm saying, Joel, is is this is this. No, but no, seriously, no. Go back to that. I'm back to that that last statement. Would you trade Brad Stevens for Kevin Durant? Yes. No. no. Yeah. Oh my Wait, what god. What the fuck is wrong with you? You would trade Brad Stevens. Who would you, Are you who fucking would you kidding me? Who, who would coach this team? Coach Bobby team? Davidson, bro. <laughs> I would hire Bobby from Southie to come fucking coach this team, bro. If you get Kevin Durant, I don't care who the fuck the coaches. Give me Bobby Davidson. Give me fucking. Give me fucking Timmy from Quincy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I would trade anybody. Oh, I would even trade Eddie Lassert. Eddie Lassert and Brad Stevens package to oh, all go right no, right Not only that, but who's going to been, been who, working for the Celtics since before? Don't was who's going to work? Who's going to work on Kevin Durant's foot problems if Eddie Lassert's gone? Me. Yeah. Sean. I bet. Sean from Rockland. You're going to be like, 
<laughs> I, I don't fucking know, dude. Just everybody just, just put some extra socks on. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I should have Shoals, Dr. Shoals. I should have expected this conversation to take this 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 wild turn, but I, I did it. Yeah, you bring it. up Kevin now Durant. Now we're talking about trading Stevens for, for <laughs> Kevin Durant. And that, and if anybody the head if coach, anybody ever says no to that, you are out of your frigging mind. Yeah, out of your frigging mind. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. All right. All right. Go to, go to. Stevens is like one of the biggest reasons why why Durant would even consider coming here or any okay. free agent of that matter. matter. You're talking about a trade. Will I you think trade Brad Stevens for Kevin I think Durant. Brad Stevens is more of an attractive. <laughs> I think Brad Stevens is more of a, a reason to play for the Celtics than than Isaiah Thomas. I think he's the most attractive piece out of the out of the entire roster. You're well, going I'm glad, to I'm glad that we. Later. I'm glad that and this came up at this point of the podcast, not the beginning, because we just lost all our listeners right now. No, you know what we're going to do? We're going to post this podcast, and we're going to post that question. <laughs> would, you, <laughs> oh would, trade, would you trade Brad no, Stevens? I would even go this far. So I would even go this far. That's, I would a, better, this far. that's a better question. Kevin Durant. That's a better question of the week. and the Brooklyn pick for Kevin Durant. A, a oh sign and trade. God. I would do that. Deal right done. God darn now. No, we're talking about a sign and trade. Done deal. All you have to do is send over Brad Stevens. Brad oh, Stevens. That's what I want to know people say. You know what? I want to see if people would really consider doing this. Done deal. That would be the biggest deal. This I, I can't believe you're disrespecting right, Brad Stevens right go to, now. Go to, go to I'm his, not. Go to his segment. Go to his next segment. I, 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 go, to, go to that, please. I really thought that segment was going to be better, guys. I think that's a great question. Shame on question. both of you. Shame on, uh, what, I, that, was, <laughs> that was his thing. Shame on Ducha. Joel's <laughs> goddamn birthday messing every fucking thing up. Ducha, who's your freaking free agent of the, of the week? All right. So, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Sean Ducha's free agent of the week. Yeah. Second installment of the, the newest, the newest, The newest Celtics coach of Brad Stevens is traded for no, Kevin Durant. The, the, the new Celtics trainer. Oh, sorry. Trainer. Has his second installment. Eddie, Eddie Lissert, uh Brad Stevens, and the My Brooklyn God. pick okay, yeah, Kevin so, Durant. So, yeah, this is the brand new Celtics trainer, pending Celtics trainer with, with his new uh, installment. So first second, off, second installment. First off, anybody who doesn't do that deal is out of their mind. And and uh, and let's just get into the segment right now. But no rebuttals. So free agent of the week. Cocaine's Celtics obviously going to have a lot of uh, cap room, and so we've been looking at the free agents every single week. We switch it up. Last week was the aforementioned Kevin Durant, which you can check out that podcast if you want to see some real debate going on. Now this week we get a little bit, a little bit different. First off, he's a restricted free agent. Second off, he has some injury problems. Third off, he's on probably the best team in 20, 25 years. And that's Harrison Barnes. Now, Harrison Barnes is going to be a restricted free agent going into the summer of 2016. Um, The Warriors have already offered him four years at $64 million total. And he declined it coming into the season. That happened in September. Coming off the NBA championship, he declined that money. So the question is, the question is, if the Celtics have a chance to sign Harrison Barnes, would you want him? And how much would you pay his ass? No. He declined $64 million. That's that's $15 million a year. Right. That's a lot of money for Harrison Barnes. That's $15 million a year. Now, let me ask you something, though. No, let me ask you. Is Harrison Barnes worth $15 million a year? If you could sign him for four years at $64 million, I would do it in a heartbeat. No, but if he already declined it, but listen, no. he's looking for like 80 But listen, no. Don't you think that he, he could more. have been riding the high off that NBA championship and thought, I can get more. I can get more than this. Like, and But if this offseason comes, he could – I mean, that offer that he got 
could be his ceiling, right? I don't think that a lot of teams, like you said, think that Harrison Barnes is a 50 mil per, per year player, but... Up in the Celtics, at least. Not, well, I, I think that he's actually going to... He'll uh, probably he, get more. You're probably right. He'll probably get upwards of 80, 80 plus. I mean, he someone could add another year on there and make it five years at eighty. Yeah, but he could get, he could get that from like the Rockets. I don't they're, think they're, that. They're, I don't think that it's a far stretch for him to get that type of money at fifteen million per year because Harrison Barnes is a darn good player. Oh, but I mean, for the Celtics, your original question was for the Celtics. For I, the Celtics, I wouldn't do it because if you turn down fifteen mil, then you're talking about sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, maybe close to twenty mil. And well, he's not worth that. I mean. You An injury-prone player is not worth that. Let me, let me. I guess we'll phrase it this way, right? Reggie Jackson just got twenty mil per year last year. Who would you rather have on your team, Harrison Barnes or Reggie Jackson? But it's a different. There's different needs. Well, I'm just saying, like, just you know, player for player. Are we talking talent level? Talent level. Jackson. Who would you want, Harrison Jackson. Barnes Jackson. or Reggie Jackson? Jackson. That's not, it's not even close. Reggie Jackson. See, because that's crazy. Because the way that Reggie Jackson was in Oklahoma City was sort of the exact same role that Harrison Barnes and on the Warriors, right? No, no. Harrison Harrison Barnes. Reggie Jackson was a bench player on yeah. the Thunder. He was like a sixth, seventh man. Yeah, but. But Reggie, you could Reggie, tell. Reggie, Barnes is more of a, what, a fifth option? Barnes was a starter. Yo, well, yeah, he's a starter. So I'm saying, like, was he a fifth option? Yeah. He's your fourth, fifth no, option. He's, he's, he's higher on the hierarchy than right. Reggie Jackson was. Right. I, I see what you're saying. And, and I think, like, the talent-wise, this is the type of player that teams are going to look at and say, we have, like Detroit. Detroit's not going to be able to go out and sign a big-name free agent, right? Need, well, hopefully Boston can. But usually, Boston is on that same list right. where they're not a team that can go out and get, just go throw money at Kevin Durant and say, hey, come here because we want you on our team. So if you look at it, the tier down, Harrison Barnes is going to be somebody that's request that's requesting. That's demanding. demanding. He's not requesting it. Could I please? He's he's maybe can I? <laughs> <laughs> he's demanding Come some on, big Bobby, money. Please. He's demanding some big money this offseason. And you know what? If the Celtics can't get the top tier free agents, let's say Al Horford isn't there. Let's say Kevin Durant isn't there. He'll be signed by then. I don't think so, man. Harrison Barnes, he'll be signed. Well, I think if if you think about it that way, I think the Celtics aren't, aren't going to just throw him money because they want to sign. A exactly. Guy, let, me post, let me let me post this. What do you think he is as a player? What's his ceiling? We were talking about this off air. What's his? What, you, what, what does he do so so well that makes him worth that? Well, right. I think it's tough to tell on the Warriors when you have a a, a legitimate one two punch and Steph Curry is just the best player in okay, the world. Okay, so you take him off the Warriors and you put him you put him on the Celtics. What's, what's, what is he I on the I think Harrison Barnes can be a 20, 20, 27 and 7 guy. Whatever 20 thing you're going to say, no. No, that's not that's not him. It's Harrison, not Harrison Barnes, Barnes can be a 20-point scorer in the NBA. Where? On a team that doesn't have Steph Curry. You mean on the 76ers? Not even. I, I think 17, 18 tops. How much how, how much was Jeff Jeff Green averaging on the Celtics when they sucked? No, but that's two, two different players. No, but no, I'm just saying. You do, if you don't if you're the man if Isaiah Thomas okay look look at Isaiah Thomas he, Isaiah Thomas averaged about thirteen right so, yeah okay that's what about maybe you could say about ten points all I'm saying is that different situations matter for different players and the way that Harrison Barnes Barnes is on the best team in the NBA he's fitting into his role to win games because that's his role but if you give him more of a leash I think that he can develop into a great player in the NBA. 
All right, well, he's, he's a double, so he's a double digit score. Hold on, let me, let me just throw his numbers out there real quick, and then, and then you can get your point. He's a double digit score. He's 11, averages uh, 11 and a half points per game, uh, two assists. Uh, he shoots 30, five rebounds. 37% from behind a three, which isn't bad. It's pretty good. Well, he, right now he's a 3 and D guy. Right now he's a 3 and D guy for the, for the Warriors. He's basically Jay Crowder on the Warriors. He, that's his role. It's to guard. Mm. He's he's but but he loses. I, I think he loses think minutes Jay, Jay to a, a Godala. I think Jay Crowder's a better. But player, you're still honestly. you're still you're still talking about it. I think being, Jay Crowder's a better player than him. Yeah, well, you're, still, you're still talking yeah. about him being, you know, in development stages. Why would you throw 15, 16, 17, 18 mil at this guy? Well, if he's in the developing stages, and you think that he has a chance to become a a great player in the no, NBA, no, you pay someone that amount because you know that's what he is already. Right, but I think we're sort of caught up in that whole. We're caught up in a lot of the old salary cap way, right? Well, well he like turned down, which is going to happen in the right. next couple he, of years. He right. turned down $60 like, million. Gonna, gonna, you, fast, you fast forward to 2020 when we're sitting here talking about, like, let's just say rookies. Let's just let's say Marcus Smart is up in 2020, maybe. I think he is, actually. Uh, he's up in 2020. Marcus Smart will probably make around 15, 16 per year. If he if he just stays exactly the same player he is right now, because the salary cap is just is exploding. Okay. And well, let's let's let's. You're going to these players are going to cash in, right? And I think Harrison Barnes is, I mean, he's going to get money, and he's going to be a good to great player. Okay. Right. He's not your number one option. Right. All but right. If you fair point. if you can get him on your team, I would do it. Okay. Fair point. But. What I'm looking at, and this is the first thing that popped in my head when you when we talked about this off air before we started recording. What is what is Barnes going to bring to you that you can't get out of Jay Crowder or Evan Turner? Fair point. No, fair point. That's the first thing that crossed my mind. I'm not saying that. now. Evan Turner obviously is not guaranteed that he'll be here right. after the summer. Danny Ainge is on record saying that he would love to bring him back, but of course we've seen that in the past with a, a lot of. You know, managers or, or basketball guys that say that, and for whatever reason, a deal doesn't get done. Right. So let's say, for the sake of argument, that Turner walks, and you're looking for someone to fulfill that role. I wouldn't hate the signing, but I just don't think that you give someone like this a, a max deal. But like you said, max deal could it, it means it's it's different now it's the, the, different. The, the the definition of a max deal is going to change dramatically within Reggie the next Jackson couple of years got 20 mil per year okay 20 mil all right so i like him as a backup plan if you do if you can't sign turner then okay you can look you can, you can look towards right. his direction and you know what but i I'm, I, I'm just want to go on record to say that crowder turner i take both of those guys over barnes that's my two cents mm, that's tough I that would Both take I would take Crowder over Barnes. I wouldn't take Turner over Barnes. But all I'm gonna say is this: is that it's gonna be crazy to think that, you know, if let's say the Celtics do make a deep run, right, and then they do sign somebody like. No, I'm sorry. I, I've been fact checking you all episode because you're killing me with the Richard Jackson's getting 13 mil this year, 14 mil next year, and he doesn't go. He doesn't go anywhere near 20 mil for the next three four years. How much did he make for his entire contract? What about the back end? The back end. 14 next season, 16, 17, and 18. That's it. Up in, in 2020. So he's almost making 20 mil a year. Whatever, Joel. <laughs> Jesus, you're throwing off the vibe of this whole thing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's his birthday, man. I don't, I don't blame him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, Joel. Go ahead. We're at the point go of ahead, our lives that we don't want to get go older, ahead. man. We go don't want to get older. 
Go ahead. What? What do you want me to say? No, say something. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to fact check you on that. Yeah, keep going, man. You're good. You're good. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the EJ of this. Of this when it comes to fact checking, and you're gonna be. You're gonna be Chuck in this little thing that we like to call the Causeway Street Podcast. What else you got? That's it. Wow. All right. Anything else on uh, Harrison Barnes there? Um. No. I'll say this. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn. No. Philly, <laughs> absolutely not. Now, yeah, asshole. Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn, Philly. I mean, these are these are the teams that I think w- will be in the running to sign him if he doesn't just take short money to stay in, in Golden State. But either way, I don't he's see not Golden. Take I don't see Golden money. State bringing him back because of that. He, yeah, right. Because he's he knows that there's a market out there for him, and because he's a you know he's a champion. He's got a ring on his finger. Obviously, you, you can demand more money. He's no four more. Years he's at no 64. more than a third third option, though, I think. Four years he's at sixty four mil. Guy. Yeah, four years at sixty four mil. He shut that down because I think he's got a good agent that says, just wait, just wait, because you can always go back to Golden State for four years at sixty four mil. It was plus still that, on the table. Plus that TV deal kicks in next season. Boom, cranking it up. So, yeah, I could have sworn Reggie Jackson had four years at twenty million dollars. Uh, four years at eighty mil, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'm mistaken that shit. No, Joel just fact checked you. So, well, I think he's missing out on a signing bonus there, but we'll just figure. <laughs> signing <laughs> bonus. That's a huge bonus. <laughs> That's a crazy bonus. That'd be like eight million dollars a year bonus. That'd be like eight million bonus. But I don't, I don't, know. I don't I, care. I don't know if Stan. Stan I don't Gundy. even know if that happens in the NBA. But I don't whatever. know if Stan McGundy goes as far as doing those things. But all right. <laughs> Anyways, so that's our free agent week. Of the, that's our free agent of the week, Harrison Barnes. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's the English person, damn it. <laughs> this is a, a birthday version of In Case You Missed It because of the birthday boy. I came out of nowhere. I like it. Yeah, it <laughs> I like it, though. Right, you have to say In Case You Missed It over this song. But they're singing on it. You <laughs> You're like the no. instrumental version. Like, no, absolutely not. I have no clue what they're saying. First off, first off we got to clear up, you know, me and Sway are not Mexican. This is just a traditional, <laughs> just a, just a traditional birthday song. Yeah, that's a good point. From all Latinos, <laughs> from everywhere. So let's, I'm clearing that up real quick. All right, Joel, real quick. Before we get into, in case you missed it, best birthday memory. Let's hear it. Oh Jesus, you put me on the spot. Yeah, man. I, I gotta know, put you on the spot. That's how you get even... the. That's how you get the best answer. Uh, I don't want you to think about it. Off the dome, my first Celtics game ever at the old Boston Garden. Yeah, I was nine. It Are was, you making it Celtics related because we're on no, the no, podcast? No, no, no. It's or? really, really. That's like every time I go to the Garden now, even though it's not the Boston, the old Boston Garden anymore, I still think of that very first time I, I know, was man. there. See, Joel is lucky, man. I've never stepped foot in the in the traditional old Boston Garden, man. I'm jealous. Well, no, jealous no, you you did, but not for Celtics games. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I was <laughs> I was way too young to even know how historic it was to be in that building. Yeah. So it was it wasn't nearly the same. Yeah. But how was it? It wasn't. It wasn't fantastic. It was insane. Wow, my our dad surprised us. Surprised me, sorry, because it was just you. me and him. Yeah, I wasn't there. Uh, we got on the uh, for all, for all my Boston cows. I got on the Orange Line from Forest Hills down to North Station and walked off of Causeway Street. And I had no idea where the hell we were going. And when we walk in there, my dad opens up an envelope and I see two Celtics tickets against the Phoenix Suns. Oh man, that was your team. Tune in. Joel, no, Joel was a was a legit Suns fan. Obviously, he has Celtics in his heart, but he was a he was a fan of uh, Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson, what they were doing down there at Phoenix. You know, that's little, awesome. Little FYI, uh, Charles Barkley is my favorite all time basketball player. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh man. So, I'm not saying he's the best. I'm just saying that he was my one of my favorites. Yeah, it's your favorite. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a quick. Uh, thanks for that. It, <laughs> what was it like in there? I, I hear, I hear that it was hot. hot. I hear that it was, you know, hot. muggy. I hear that if you had a bad seat, you had like a, uh, yeah, something in front. You couldn't even your your view was obstructed. You couldn't even see the court. Well, I mean, I don't want to call my dad out or anything, but um, when we turned to the left, we had a big. Posts in front of us. That's the, what I heard. I heard there was a lot of spots like that. Up though, in the balcony, the but um, no, the old Boston Garden. Anywhere you sat, if you weren't around a post, was a good was a good to see. You could was see it, a good view, a good yeah. a good view. No, our, our seats weren't obstructed view, but like we were kind of near there. But <laughs> it was it was good. But you Celtics, still had a blast, of course. Celtics won the game, and the first and only time I saw Charles Barkley in person. So yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Well, not the, no, not the first and the which, only time. Which, sorry, uh, which birthday? The was first that? time I saw him like play. I've seen him in person a couple times afterwards. But yeah. how? Which uh, which birthday was it? It was my ninth. It was my ninth. Nine uh, year old be, Joel just I might fact be, checking everybody. I might be dating myself a little bit there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Watch, he was he was fact checking my my, my dad. Yeah. NBA NBA, fan, NBA fans is the nineteen ninety folks. So don't think I'm I'm playing around here when I know talk about basketball. There you go. Happy Dutra. He'll he'll be quick to fact check you. Yeah. Apparently. No, in case you uh in case you missed it, thanks for that sway. What we miss? In case you missed it, um, it's my birthday. No, no, I'm just kidding. George <laughs> <laughs> starts telling stories. By the way, I was over here trying to get uh, Paul Bearer to sing Happy Birthday because it's the funniest fucking shit. And all I got <laughs> was a creepy. Yokozuna match. Oh my god! And I was like listening to it, and uh, it didn't get him in my bed. <laughs> it's all good. Paul Bearer um, sing Happy Birthday for me. I mean, we we talked about Jay Crowder in this episode, obviously with his high ankle sprain. Uh, the uh, quote unquote not serious ankle sprain, right? Serious. But uh, on a on a on a good note, Kelly o- Kelly Olynyk participated in uh, practice, full practice on Sunday, even scrimmaged a little bit. So he's looking for a Tuesday return against the Pacers. It's still up in the air, but it'd be good to have another three point shooter in the lineup. Yeah, um, that'd be big. Yeah, that'll be absolutely huge. Be big. You got to spread the floor well, there I'm, for your boy Evan Turner, man. I, I think Evan Turner. I, I still think Evan Turner and, and Marcus Smart are key for that bench. Obviously, when I think Evan and Turner's I think gonna, when you don't have Jay Crowder, it, it's even that much more important. Sorry to cut you off. They're going against the pis- uh, Pacers too. Evan Turner wants to kill the Pacers. Oh, he sure yes. does. Sure yes, does. That's a good point. Uh, James Young has been recalled from the main Red Claws and Woo! still won't get any playing time. So jump man, jump doesn't man, matter jump really. Man, jump <laughs> man. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to call James Young. Just jump man. <laughs> okay, news around the league. Um, my favorite referee of all time, Joey Crawford. He's my least favorite. No, I know. Sarcasm. Okay. He's done, right? Yeah. This is the last year. He retired this week because of knee injury. I wish somebody took out his knee a little oh, sooner. Oh, he retired early? He retired early. They, oh, man. After 39 years. Before the 2010 game uh, seven. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. One game that comes to mind for good old Joey was game seven of the 2010 NBA Finals. Couple calls that I wish had gone the other way, but I digress. Um, I'd pull one out for Joey Crawford, but I'm not gonna waste a beer. There you go, fucking Joey. It was long, long overdue, Joey. Long overdue. Thirty nine years. um, Tim Duncan is very happy. First time he smiled all his in his his, like thirty year career, right? Yep. And (laughs) also, um, I think uh, there's a lot of happy. I think no, he he admitted this week. I saw I saw something that um, he handled that. Poorly about when he, uh, I forget what game it was. He admitted it. He admitted it to you know ejected him. It was all personal. He couldn't stand. You know Duncan. what's gonna happen? To Joey he said he Crawford. wanted to fight him. He didn't want to fight him in the parking lot. Joey, Joey Crawford ain't gonna isn't gonna go out just out of the spotlight. You're gonna see some crazy stuff. 
with the hell I think he's probably going to get on with Tim Donahue is uh and his little betting website and just <laughs> get on it. Like not that he ever did it when he was when he was roughing, but yeah. now that he knows all the stuff, yeah. He's going to make some money off this stuff, man. Joey mm. Crawford he's no Dick Pavetta. He's no Dick Pavetta. Let's just put it that way. Well, I think it's just I think it's time, you know, as these referees eventually start to retire and, you know, get away from the game. They ain't going to stop making when, money. No, but it's not forget them making money. It's just the fact that that us as basketball fans, we shouldn't know names of referees. Exactly. We shouldn't that, know. That's been a problem in the past. It, like makes, every, them, it makes them part of it's the It's like game. in playoff games and you're talking about, oh, you know, for Tony example. Tony Brothers. Tony Brothers know, is referee. Yeah, right. I was just going to say like, it's like, it's like, Tony Brothers is yeah. now like the, I mean, if Tony ha- Tommy had his way, Tony Brothers would not be in the NBA right now. Tony Brothers would be, you know, banned it, from probably the yeah. United States if Tommy had his way. No, it's sad. It's sad that like during, you know. Trump. When they, when they, when they, uh, <laughs> tossing <them>. the hell? <laughs> not on my birthday, bro. Not on my birthday. Fuck Trump, man. I'm just joking. <laughs> but I'm yeah, just... I second that. But anyways, <laughs> it should be, it's messed up that during pregames of basketball, of, of, uh, of, of a playoff game that they say the starting lineup and then they go, oh, and Joey Crawford is refereeing this game. Right. It's like, oh, shit. Well, you know, when like people, <laughs> like, when you look at the Celtics in the playoffs, you literally look like, Okay, these are the refs, and you're like, you're like, oh, okay, it's all right. Or like, oh, Joey Crawford's ref, and something's gonna happen, something's gonna and like, happen. you know, yeah, yeah. So, so long, Joey, you asshole, fucking douche. Enjoy right. retirement. <laughs> oh, you hope will. you don't. Hope you don't fuck. If you need oh, a yeah. lifeline, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> hope your knees feel great. Head up Sean Dutra at S E A N D U T R A for lifelines on Twitter. All right, and in case you missed it. And you know, you know, I couldn't end this podcast without bringing the Condor back on this episode, right? <laughs> Kanye West wants to redesign the new Clippers Condor mascot. Oh, I kid yeah. you not. Hell yeah! And do you blame him? What? Yes. No, that is just gonna be that's gonna be the best mascot ever. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe this right now. He wants Kanye to redo. Wait, wait, he wants to redesign the, the the uniform or the? No, he wants the, to redesign the whole Condor. The Condor. Here's what mascot. he's gonna do. He's not just gonna redesign. Switch it up. You think he's, you think he's gonna do the college? You think he's gonna do the college dropout? The uh, the bear? No, he's just gonna put like. No, no, it's still gonna be the Condor. He's gonna oh, put okay. a Kim so Kardashian gonna butt on the condor. That's <laughs> gonna gigantic butt. That's it. It's gonna be a female condor and he's now. He's gonna say like Kanye on the butt. Like that. That's it. He's just gonna say my bitch on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be like, "What's up, Ray J?" <laughs> that's it. What up, Reggie Bush? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris Humphries is still in the league, bro. <laughs> And that's all for in case you missed it. Oh man, that's a that's a Celtics. Uh, oh man, that's great. Celtics got a crazy uh, schedule this week. They got the Pacers on Tuesday. They got the Thunder on Wednesday. Wednesday back, back at back. home, back to back. And they have crap. I just lost it. On Friday. On Friday, who they got on Friday? I don't know, man. You're the fact checker, dude. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. You douche. Hey, the Raptors. Go, I was going to say the Raptors. The Raptors. The Raptors. In Toronto. The, the Raptors in Toronto, Joel. I in think. Toronto, then the week after that, it's. <laughs> they come, they come to, to Boston. Point. The Raptors right, in Toronto. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Sean, you fact checking motherfucker. <laughs> All right, guys. That's a wrap for this episode of Causeway Street Podcast. Thank you for listening, of course. Yes, thank you. You guys know where to find us. At Causeway Street on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Like us on Facebook, backslash Causeway Street blog. Follow us on SoundCloud. 
you already listen to us, so just might as well follow us. You'll follow get updates us. every time new episodes come and on. And get on. And you get, can see all our, you can listen to our our old episodes. And if you're old school, bookmark the causewaystreetblog.com onto your favorite websites. In your phone, your laptop, your PCs. Hey, PCs. Or Max. Cosmicstreetblog.com. And tell Joel happy birthday, all right? Hey, happy birthday. Until next week, guys. All right, later. Peace. Peace.